Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Yesterday we were talking about a story in the Old Testament. We're going to jump all the way to the New Testament, to the book of Acts. And I know you're all familiar with Paul. I mean, he was the God's spokesman that God saved on the Damascus Road. He was on his way to persecute believers, but then Jesus intercepted him and his life dramatically changed. And he became perhaps the greatest spokesman for the gospel in the history of the world other than Jesus Christ. But when we run into Paul now in, in Acts chapter 23, he's moving toward the end of his life. Um, and he's in a, a series of crises, a series of attacks, a series of arrests that ultimately is gonna result in his death, mm -hmm. probably somewhere around AD 66 under the Roman Emperor Nero. So again, I tell you that because if you study the life of Paul early in the book of Acts, it's like he has trouble and then God may allow him a little period of equilibrium, then he gets trouble again. But really from now on, uh, Paul is just going to have one series of skirmishes. He's a prisoner from now He's on. He's a prisoner yeah. from now mm -hmm. on. So I tell you that because when we read the verse that we're gonna to read today, I think it's gonna really surprise us and get our attention. But if we're in the book of Acts chapter 23, and I wanna pick it up just in verse 10 because it gives us just a little sample. <laughs> you know how it is when you're one of these big box stores and they give you a, a sample of something. There, there, there's a whole lot of material here about Paul being under attack, but just this one verse in verse 10 gives you some idea of what he's dealing with. Uh, there's a conflict that's been stirred up by Paul's enemies. Verse 10, as the conflict grew more violent, the commander was afraid they would tear Paul apart. So he ordered his soldiers to go and rescue him by force and take him back to the fortress. So here's a guy that's got all kinds of problems. The mob is against him, the powers that be are against him. But now listen to the language of verse 11. That night, the Lord appeared to Paul and said, be encouraged, Paul, just as you've been a witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. So Mary Alice, you know, if, we got, if Paul got a message from heaven, we would almost expect it to be, I'm so sorry, Paul. I mean, you know, I know you're trying to do your best and here you are in all this trouble. And, you know, mm -hmm. we expect God to just kind of come along and pray. Or, or maybe like Peter, where God sent the angel to, you know, break <laughs> the chains and walk him out of the prison. Right, but, but God says to Paul, be encouraged, you know, be strengthened. Uh, I'd like for you to talk about well, that. Well, he's still bit. on a mission. And, um, and we, as we were talking about earlier, when he was leaving that on, on his way home, or on his way to Jerusalem from at the end of that third missionary journey, he had several people, godly people, who came to him and warned him, you shouldn't go to Jerusalem because bad things are gonna happen, bad things are gonna happen. And he knew that's what was ahead of him, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And now he is, every time they stand him up where he can talk, he, he, tells, he tells about Jesus, doesn't he? Every he does. time he tells a story and tells about Jesus. So um, he, even though he's a prisoner, which by the way, of course he was a prisoner for what, like a third, was it a third of his ministry? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, so he, he did a lot of prison time. But um, to be encouraged as a prisoner, the Lord said as a prisoner, you know, cause you're now I'm, you're on a program that I'm sending you to Rome because he's a Roman citizen. And so God is going to use him to speak before many rulers along the way and has very many opportunities. So it goes back to, it's not an encouragement because he's been uh, promoted or he's been elevated or got a raise or got, got new stuff. Away, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, he's encouraged because I'm still using you and uh, I, still have, I still have a purpose for you and it's a big purpose and it's going to have great effect. And, as I was, I was saying to the, the people in, in Book by Book, and you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but if you think about that, that, uh, those early years in the first century church 
and how God spread the gospel in a way we're all beneficiaries of that. Oh, we are. Because eventually it comes to us. Yeah. And so what Paul is doing right now even is going to spread the gospel further as he goes to Rome. And, and we even benefit from that. So um, it was an encouragement that he's still in this. God still uses him and God still has a plan. You know, I don't know if the camera will pick this up. It probably won't. But I'm in Acts chapter 23 and that verse that I just read to you about the Lord's encouragement. It's mm -hmm. in red ink because... This mm -hmm. is Jesus talking to Paul. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and it's sort of like, I met you on the road to Damascus. I put mm -hmm. you on this road. And Paul, I know that you have a mob against you and you're headed for prison bars, but you're still right on the agenda. Mm -hmm. And look how many times, if you if you go in, I hope you'll go get your Bible and read this account because for one thing, it's a thrilling story when you it watch is, it. Yeah. And see how many times God snatches him out of the grips of the people that are trying their best to kill him. And they come close a couple times. But, um, I love that. I love that uh, one phrase too. That he was he was rescued by force. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, I just it's fascinating to me to watch how God uh, works His will in this, delivering Paul and putting him on a course to take him before so many rulers. If you keep reading, uh, like I think it's it's uh, Felix and and. Paul gets to witness to him and his wife over and over. I mean, they, he was there for like two years, I think. Yeah, I mean, he would have never been able on his own, just as a missionary, to get an appointment with these right, leaders. Right, to get a hearing from these But leaders. because he was yeah. on trial, you know, he had a, he had an instant captive audience. And, and we can read in the scriptures, he had a huge impact Absolutely. on those on those leaders. Well, you know, Marils, this could be kind of a musty old story from history. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is as up-to-date and as... <laughs> It's as present as July 5th, 2022, mm -hmm. because all of us as Christ followers, while following Jesus, we're gonna wind up with people who are against us, mm -hmm. just as Paul had this mob that was against him, and we're gonna wind up in prison, but I don't mean necessarily a real prison with bars and cells. When I think about prisons as a metaphor in the Bible, I think about being in a situation that we can't get out of today. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know we all have that. I mean, all of us on Noah's window, there's some situation that we would love to see resolved, but we can't get out of that cell today. It could be marriage, it could be kids, it could be emotional health. I mean, mm -hmm. the list goes on and on. But isn't it great that the Lord can say to us, you're still right on schedule. There are gonna be opportunities in this that you can't imagine. That's right. And I believe that. I've, I've watched that in my own life. I mean, some of the greatest opportunities that God has given me to minister came out of dark places. Mm. You know? I think the biggest thing here as a Christ follower is, you know, we, we can be a Christ follower in the sense that we believe Jesus died for our sins because we don't want to go to hell someday. Or we can be a Christ follower and saying, God, I'm going to lead, I'm going to follow you wherever you lead me because yeah. I'm signing up to, to serve you however you see fit to have me serve you. And I think if that's the desire of our heart and that's the determination of our life, He's going to honor that and he's going to use us. And I think the more we align with that plan and that program, uh, Satan's going to come after us. He is. He's going to try everything. But we know that God can take every attack of Satan and turn it around for our good and for his glory. Okay, I'm going to go somewhere right now that's not comfortable to go to. Um, if you ask me theologically, Mark, do you think God's purpose for your life is to be comfortable? I'm gonna say no. no, but deep in my gear work is that feeling that God's blessing is automatically equated with being in a comfortable place, not being sick, having plenty of money, 
feeling good, not having any conflict with relationships. And I do think that the challenge for that is oftentimes God in his kindness and his goodness does grant us these things. I think the challenge for us though is not to associate comfort, a comfortable life with being God's blessing because sometimes God in his blessing is gonna take us to an uncomfortable place. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think that's exactly true. And I think when God makes, when there's a situation where we're uncomfortable, so many things happen. One of them is, uh, we're going to be we're going to get our eyes on him more yeah. because we we need uh, his guidance and we need his his will in our life. But I but I think you're exactly right. And here's the thing: I think if we equate comfort with being in God's will, um, and I think that's just where Satan wants us. Honestly, yeah, I think so too because yeah. he can make us believe that God isn't good, right? If we're right. not in a comfortable place, you know. You remember I preached a message on this when I was probably still in my twenties. So mm -hmm. you'd be the only person who would remember this. But in the Old Testament, God tells the people of Israel when this is back when they're coming out of the it's when they're in between Egypt and the Promised Land. God said He would give them iron shoes. Mm. And okay, here's where I'm going with this. I think we need to distinguish the difference between comfort and being comfortable. Paul is not comfortable here, but Jesus shows up to give him comfort. He gives him comfort. And I always talk about iron shoes. Iron shoes would give comfort in the sense that nothing could penetrate it. But they wouldn't be comfortable wouldn't be to wear. Walking, yeah, you know? they'd be heavy and they wouldn't be flexible. Well, I tell you what, that, what else that reminds me of, and and you know, this is your story, really. But uh, the just before we moved to Kansas, and we had bought a new little house. We had two, you know, at the time, Jared was a newborn, and uh, Jonathan was just two. And the pastor here at the time was uh, asking you to consider coming. And I remember you tell the story how you went out for a walk. Why don't you tell about that? You're, oh, okay. You, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was, as you know, the pastor at the time, Roy and Dorothy Johnson, uh, they kept trying to get me to enter dialogue about us coming to Kansas, mm -hmm. and I would never follow up on it. Mm -hmm. So I remember that uh, one day he called me and he said, Mark, uh, Dorothy and I are going to drive to Texas and talk to you and just see if you have any interest. So you remember very well that night they took us to dinner mm -hmm. and uh, we talked for a long time. They talked about Wichita and, and the opportunity here and, and uh, I was very kind as you were, you know, just I, I wanted to say thank you without saying yes to anything. Mm -hmm. But I remember, you're right, we, this new house that we had was a small house but it was outside of Fort Worth and it was far enough outside that we could see the stars at night. Mm -hmm because the light, you know, the light pollution there in Fort Worth and Dallas is kind of blocked out the stars most of the time. So uh, we got, I think about 10 o'clock, uh, they pulled away from the curb to go back to their hotel and you were already trying to get the boys down. And I was walking up the driveway of our house and I was looking up at the stars and I thought about, this is my hometown, I'm from Fort Worth, you know, I'm at my home church. Uh, we have both our families here. You know, we had this new little house that was small, but it was nice. It was the mm -hmm. nicest place we'd ever lived. And so I started walking up the driveway and I said, God, why would I ever leave Fort Worth? I'm comfortable. I, I can't believe I said that out loud. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable. And just that fast, the Holy Spirit said, whoever said I wanted you comfortable, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. So it wasn't about being comfortable. No. And, um, and, and yet, just like you said, even when we're in situations that are uncomfortable yeah. and challenge us to stay with the Lord, He will always meet us there. Well, I'll just ask you this question because I know how I feel about this and, and I know how you feel about it too. 
in those uncomfortable moments when the comfort of the Holy Spirit shows up, we're very, we cherish those memories. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, we don't cherish the discomfort. We cherish that uh, appointment with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's what we look back on with joy. Absolutely. And I think it, it actually affirms our faith. I think yeah. it strengthens our relationship with the Lord because if, if we were, you know, here's the thing, if we're always comfortable, we'll be, go looking for Him. We wouldn't need Him. Well, it, corro it corroborates our relationship not only to, to God, but with the family of God. I mean, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're in there with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace when the Lord shows up. You're in the fiery right. furnace, or you're in the lion's den with Daniel when the Lord comes and closes the mouths of the lions. I mean, there's so many stories of Moses and Elijah and, and Esther and, and the heroes of the so Bible. So if we were only ever comfortable, we would miss seeing God work. We would, see, we would miss seeing God's power. Right. We would miss that special relationship we have because we're close to Him. When we're close to Him, we're gonna feel the attacks that are intended for Him. Yeah, when we were young, college age, there was a great group called Andre Crouch and the Disciples and, and there was a song, actually I guess this was in teen years, when he wrote a song called Through It All mm -hmm. and, he, and, his, and I love the lyric, for if I'd never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve them. Mm -hmm. I'd never know what faith in God could do. That's right. Well, Mary Alice, I keep talking about this for a long time. It's one of our favorite <laughs> subjects, but if you're looking for an encouragement today, just look at the story about Paul. You know, he was in, he was headed for prison, place he couldn't get out of. Uh, he had a mob that was against him. He actually had two mobs, really, when you think about those that hated him and then the people that arrested him. And yet, in spite of all that, Jesus shows up to say, Paul, you're right on schedule, and I'm right here with you. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your kindness that even when we're in an uncomfortable place, you offer us the comfort that, uh, like the book of Philippians says, is beyond even the ability to understand uh, but we know that you do show up. And thank you for those times when you've met us in our crises. I pray for that person today who's in a prison, uh, literal or, or metaphorical. I pray for that person uh, that has people against them because, Lord, that's just going to happen in our world. But we want to feel your encouragement. So I pray that in the midst of uh, whatever new, uh, Noah's window watchers are dealing with today, I just pray that you would meet them and encourage them. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, amen. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. Mary Alice, we'll be back tomorrow, Lord willing. We'll see you soon. Take care. Mm -hmm.